I'm Lisa Gilby, a personal stylist based in London, UK. Welcome to the Style Stories podcast, where we explore the why behind clothes, how they are transformative and a powerful tool for success and self-expression. I believe clothes can change how you feel, enrich your life and bring lots of joy. However, there is so much choice in the shops. It's very easy to make mistakes, waste money buying the wrong things and get lost with your style. Join me and a few fabulous guests as I share practical styling and shopping tips and tricks to inspire you to get really clear on the clothes that work for you. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me again. If you haven't listened to the previous episodes in this series, it's quite important that you do because we're on a bit of a journey trying to sort out wardrobes after the pandemic. And I'm taking you through the steps of how to really find your personal style and get clarity on the clothes that suit you. There are two episodes before this to listen to first, because first of all, I'm talking about why it's important to find your personal style, just to set up your mind and kind of rewire the way you look at your clothes and how you shop and how you buy clothes. And then the second episode, the last episode, we talked about using Pinterest to really get your aspirational mood board together and comparing that to your wardrobe. And I also talked about decluttering your wardrobe. So go listen to those if you haven't listened to those yet. But I'm going to pick up today from the decluttering piece and have you decluttered your wardrobe is my first question how did you get on with that did you feel guilty when you were getting rid of clothes that have cost you money and or were you quite brutal and got rid got rid of lots and lots of stuff and now it's feeling quite you feel quite cathartic it was a cathartic experience you feel lighter you can see outfits more clearly you've you've started to get clarity on the clothes that you really like because they're the things that you've kept they're the things that you've got rid of the things that you've given to charity or you've perhaps sold on vintage clothes that you've taken out of your wardrobe during a declutter that don't spark joy that maybe don't fit your figure they've never fitted your figure or perhaps you've changed shape during the pandemic or whatever it is or they don't fit your lifestyle now. That's another reason to get rid of clothes. So your life has changed since the pandemic or before used to be in more of a formal environment. Perhaps you're working from home a bit more now. There are lots of reasons to get rid of rid of clothes that no longer serve us and no longer fit who we are today. Because the ultimate goal is getting a wardrobe that really supports your personal and professional life makes you feel good and make sure that you have a really good outfit, a go-to, a few go-to outfits that you can just select really quickly and easily from your wardrobe that feel absolutely like you, like yourself. And also to take away the overwhelm in the shops so that you're not trawling through millions of things, wondering what to buy because you are clear on your personal style. And also what it does when you know your personal style is it it stops you from comparing yourself to others and thinking you should be wearing that, you know, why does she look good in that dress and I don't, etc. Because you think she looks great in that, but it's not for me because my style is different and this is what my style is. So that was just a bit of a recap 
of what I've been covering in more detail over the last couple of podcasts. So picking back up again from the, the decluttering element, hopefully you've had a good old declutter. So what's next after you've created your Pinterest board and you've decluttered your wardrobe? So we're going to delve into a bit of the technical side of styling. So the winning wardrobe formula, the three elements that you really, really need to know to get a fantastic wardrobe that works for you and to cut down on all the choice is the three things are body shape. What's your body shape and what cuts of clothes suit your body shape? The next one is colour. What colours suit your skin tone? Which season of colours are you? Some people don't think this is important. I think it's useful to know, particularly if you're on camera ever at work, things like that, it really helps to wear colours that flatter your skin tone. You know, really, you can look authoritative in certain colours as well. It's quite a hard word to say that, authoritative. Um, you can. You can use colour to look more professional. There are, there are ways you can use colour as part of your toolkit, and it's definitely handy to know. And you get a nice little swatch book of your best colours as well. Now, these are the technical elements of style. These are the things that I'm trained in. When I trained, I trained about 13 years ago now, I'm trained in body shape analysis and colour analysis, because then you can cut down on the choice. If you are a pear shape, let's go into body shape now. If you are a pear shape, for example, pear shape is the triangle. So smaller shoulders and then wider on the bottom half. You're going to look better in A-line skirts than you are in pencil skirts. Pencil skirts don't look great on pear shapes. Pear shapes struggle as well to find trousers because they've got a proportionately smaller top body than they have to the bottom part of their body. So I'm talking about proportions. I'm not talking about size. So finding out your body shape is about your proportions. Have you got wider shoulders than hips? If you have, then you're the inverted triangle. And there are some rules that you can follow to make sure that your clothes really, really flatter you, the technical rules of style. So if you are the inverted triangle, it would be avoiding things like shoulder pads, epaulettes, those sorts of things, and maybe wearing darker colours on the top half and then patterned trousers on the bottom half. That's just a little styling trick there. If you're an apple shape, there's obviously a lot more detail about each body shape, but I've got a free guide for you. So it can be covered in that rather than me going through absolutely everything because there are hundreds and millions of cuts and clothes, cuts of clothes that suit different body shapes. We're on the apple shapes. The apple shape is when you're, you can be a really slim apple shape, but it's about having small legs. So usually have little legs, like a stalk of an apple, I guess, and, you know, big boobs and big tongue, but maybe sometimes not so big boobs, but proportionately, they're all about the boobs and the tongue, not very much waist definition and quite narrow hips. That can be quite a tricky body shape to dress, but they look really, really fantastic showing off their legs. The skinny jeans are actually great for, often great for apples. Layering, is good as well. So having a longer jacket or a shorter jacket with a longer top underneath is really good. Again, these specific tips are in my free guide. And there's the hourglass, 
which people say is the perfect shape but there is you know there's no perfect shape any shape is good you can just you can dress it to flatter the bits that you want to show and maybe hide the bits that you don't want to show or you know some people don't like getting their arms out doesn't matter what shape they are this is about what you are comfortable with so the hourglass is the shape that is like the figure of eight and they look fantastic showing off waist definition so that's often they're quite curvy so a example of that would be maybe Sofia Vergara who is that beautiful American actress I think she presents America's Got Talent now as well um she's a real classic kind of hourglass shape and then you've also got the straight shapes like Gwyneth Paltrow that kind of straight up and down athletic boyish sorts of shapes they look really good in layering as well actually they look really good in layering and also to try and create a bit more shape to use belts so using belts for that kind of shape is a really worthwhile thing to get the guide that I'm talking about lisagilbystyle.com forward slash free go there there's a few free guides you can grab your free body shape guide and then work out which body shape you are if you are struggling drop me an email, lisa at lisagilby.com. I love hearing from my listeners or pop over into my free Facebook group, which is Style Power with Lisa Gilby. And if you're confused, you've got my guide and you're still a bit confused about what your body shape is, I am happy to help you out and answer any questions you have there. So this is this is one of the technical parts of finding your personal style. As I've spoken before, there are three pillars So the technical side is finding your body shape and also your color analysis. The third pillar is the magical part, which is your personal style, which I kicked off this series with. And I'm going to go into a little bit more detail about finding that as well. So body shapes, that part of the technical style pillar. And now the next, I'm not really making much sense here. Apologies. I'll get my words out properly in a minute. The next pillar of style is color analysis. Now, Oh, the range of colors is wide and vast. So I recommend that you take some time maybe to get your colors done locally, or you can use my course that's £27 that helps you to work out which color scale you are. What we're looking for with color is harmony. So if you've got light coloring, then you're going to suit maybe lighter clothes. It doesn't matter about skin tone as well, skin color. It's about the undertones in your skin. So you could be dark skinned, but have blue, cool undertones in your skin, or you could be dark skinned and have warm, yellow undertones in your skin in which case if you've got the yellow undertones in your skin you're going to suit and be in harmony with the warmer colors so colors that have that same yellow undertone if you've got cool undertones in your skin you're going to suit colors that have blue undertones in them to boil it down really 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 simply to boil it down so so simply what they say is you either suit and this is really helpful, magenta or orange. And that's it. Are you a magenta person? Does that drain you? Does that put shadows under your eyes? Or are you an orange person? So if you put orange up against you, do you look vibrant in orange? You don't have to like the color. I'm talking about the effect the color has on your skin tone. So with color analysis, we are split into one of the four seasons. You're either spring, summer, autumn or winter. And people do cross over seasons as well. 
But the key, key main thing to find out is whether you have got cool or warm undertones in your skin. And I really like to simplify things. Because this is a podcast and I can't show you visual things, it's hard to talk about on here and make sense, which is why I've boiled it down to that really simplistic approach, which is do you suit orange or do you suit magenta? Which do you suit? I'm just going to quickly tell you about one of the myths of colour analysis as well. People say, look at your veins, look at the veins on your wrist. Are they blue? If they're blue, that means you're cool skinned. Are they green? Then that means you're warm skinned. That is absolute nonsense. That is rubbish. You will inherently know the colours that suit you. If you look in your wardrobe, you will have probably intuitively been choosing the right colours. When you create your Pinterest board, your aspirational Pinterest board of the cuts and looks and styles and outfits that you're naturally drawn to, what colours are on that board? That's going to give you a massive clue because we inherently choose the things that mean us, that are us, that are authentically for us, without really realising that we're doing it. It's called taste and it's a natural thing that you've got. You might not be great at throwing outfits together, but I bet that you choose colours naturally that really do flatter you and suit you. Are there colours that you wear that people have said to you, you look great in that. That's, you know, that's your colour. You look fantastic in that. It might be an aqua blue. It might be a tomato red. What are the colours that really suit you? What are the colours that absolutely don't suit you? Here's another really good test as well. Are you cream or are you white? I'm definitely more towards, I'm ivory, so I'm kind of in between because I'm spring. Crisp, bright, hospital white does not suit me. It's too harsh on me. Can you wear that really crisp white? You might be winter in that case if you can. Or are you someone who is more cream and the yellow yellow colour undertone in the cream suits you more? Does cream completely wash you out? Other colours that are quite telling are mustards and peaches. If you put mustard and peach up against you and you look great, you're probably warm skinned. If you put mustard and peach up against you and you look sallow and it doesn't make you look well, a bit drained, then you're probably cool skinned. Another test you can do as well is silver and gold. So if you are warm skinned, you suit gold because if you think about gold, that's got more yellow undertones in it. And if you suit silver, then you've probably got cool undertones in your skin because that's got blue undertones in there. The thing about silver is that's that can be tricky. Not on everyone it has an effect because it's pretty much a neutral silver. But gold tends to have more of an effect when you put it up against your skin. So another way to tell as well which colours suit you is if you go to the MAC counter, for example, or a makeup counter, and you choose a lipstick, are you more the orange-toned reds or the sort of warm pinks? Or are you the other way and you're the purple-toned reds or the cool pinks? What sort of makeup flatters you the most when it comes to lipstick, a pop of colour? Red is a really good place to look because you can get blue-toned reds and you can also get orangey, warm-toned reds as well. Which ones suit you better? And that will give you a huge, huge clue as well with your colours. Finally, another quick trick to find out whether you're cool or warm skinned is, do you wear silver or gold jewellery? What are you naturally drawn to? If you think gold more, then perhaps you're warm skinned. If you're more towards silver, then you're going to be cool skinned. 
Well, I hope that was a bit useful finding out about colour. If you want to find out a bit more in a lot more detail, actually, then do grab my course. So now we've covered creating a Pinterest board. We've covered decluttering the wardrobe, the technical rules of style, the technical things to find out, the technical elements, which is your body shape, what shape and proportions you are and what cuts of clothes suit your shapes and proportions so your clothes will be more flattering. And also we've dipped into colour analysis as well. It's all coming together. In the next episode, I'll be talking a bit more about your personal style and how to have less clothes in your wardrobe, but more outfits that really speak to you and make your heart sing. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next time. As always, thanks so much for listening. If there's something that you'd like to know about your personal style or anything I'm not covering on here, I would love to hear from you. I'm always looking for ideas. I want to cover things that are of interest and you can just drop me a line, lisa at lisagilbystyle.com or you can join my free Facebook group, Style Power with Lisa Gilby and ask me any questions in there and give me ideas of what to cover on the podcast. Please remember to subscribe and leave me a little review. It would really mean the world to me. I'll see you next time.